Um, or do you have other ideas? The Album Club? I like just calling it the Ghost Radio Family Hour. What? Ghost Radio Family Hour? Yeah. Why, why are we... Yeah. Yeah. Why are we making everyone part of this, dude, family-wise? Well, I, I, I mean, you don't... You know, when you tune into a radio station, they don't call it like, hey, welcome back to the, you know, X96 uh, album review. They just call it the radio station. So we're just Ghost okay. Radio. Okay, fine. Ghost Radio. Although well, I'm almost positive there's already a podcast out there called Ghost Radio. Can we still be... Well, I think I think there's definitely a book. Can we still be G-Rad? Ghost Rad. That could be cool. So we're just called G-Rad? No. Wait, what's the name of our thing? That's what I'm asking. Are we calling it Ghost Radio or, or Ghost Rad? I was saying if we called it Ghost Radio Album Debate, it would have an acronym of GRAD, like graduation. And then well, okay. G-Rad. Okay, I, I dig it. I dig it. My hesitation is then we'd have to stick with that as like our eternal topic. There is a podcast called The Ghost Radio Project. So... We can just be Ghost Radio. Really? There's Artificial Ghost Radio. There's the Ghost Radio Radio um, Project. The Holy Ghost Radio. Ooh, let's be that one. No, let's take it. Hey, we're the Holy Ghost Radio. Hey, thank you for tuning in, Holy Ghost Radio. You know, I don't, I don't want to go there, but I kind of love Jesus. Well, go there then. I don't see I, I just, with that. I just think Jesus is great, and just that'll be the whole, the whole thing. Um. Spend a half hour talking. I think about it. That. I think it sounds great, actually. Which thing? This the sound quality. Oh, <laughs> so none of the names. Um, yeah. Then do you not get this sound quality elsewhere? If there is not, no, dude. When we're at my brother's, like it's tinny all the time. Why? Like I don't know what it is about how he mixes it, or I don't know. I don't know. I thought you used your laptop. <laughs> no, we stopped that a long time ago. Why? Because he wanted to be in charge, so I knighted him. And I'm like, all right, we'll use your stuff. I have to guess that this is Abe who's in this charge. This is 100% okay. Abe. He was compl- complaining up a storm, which is fine. You know, he has his concerns. So I was like, Whoa. So, so you want this to be your project? I would love to do I, I would love to do it. And I was like, come here, come here. And he came to me, and I was like. You knighted your older like, brother. You're, you're, you're knighted. You are now in charge. You are wow. now in charge of the podcast. He's like, okay. I'm like, yeah. great. Tell me what you to do. You knighted your old brother. So, this is your oldest you know, brother you're knighting, dude. You know, there's a, Where do you get the authority? The authority is completely arbitrary. It's just it's the same with this band. People, you know, it's this concept. And I, Oh, yeah. Look, I mean, let, that's let me, like calling let, yourself the front man of, of any group. Let, let, let me explain this concept. That? And I'm I'm a huge... Um, um, advocate. Uh, no, no. Victim. Not, I, women's, battered women's I, advocate. I unintentionally subscribe to this philosophy because a lot of people do, is until you're... Everyone feels like they have to be given permission to do something. Do you ever feel like that? Like, yeah, like, I mean, like that was my whole theme last year was yeah, I'm not man. looking for permission anymore. Totally. And so, so sometimes, and, and most of the time, you don't even know it. You don't even know that you need permission. You just need someone to be like, hey, come here. You're going to learn every Beatles song. Oh, okay. I guess I'm going to learn every, you know. Yeah, like, true. Like, like sometimes you just need <laughs> you someone just to be like, with Jamie, you are knighted. You are now in charge of the marketing of Ghost Radio. And then it was like, Oh, okay. Where you you always were, right? Yeah. You you were never not, but, <laughs> but it, now it like made it official. It made it official. It's almost yeah. this like um, reverse psychology, except it's so forward assumptive psychology. Yeah. Um, the funny thing about that, and this is like super off topic, but I guess that probably tends to happen. 
Um, I was in this like software developer interview yesterday and the whole time I was talking to this other guy, I was like, I kind of feel like I'm asking this guy for permission to like validate that I can code. And, and it just kind of hit me. It's weird that we're even like, this is the subject because literally the whole day left after that, like from 2 PM until I fell asleep, I was just thinking, dude, I don't need anyone's permission. If I want to code something, I'm just going to go do it now. Like if my company doesn't tell me to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to just take on all this work on my own. And then, you know, eventually there will come a point where they'll be like, oh, Jamie's already doing it. So it is the way it is. Like, you know, you basically just create it on your own. You don't need permission from anybody. Weird that that can be applied to everything. Literally everything. But in your case, it was your oldest brother complaining about everything. And then you're like, fine, to get rid of your bitching, you take over. Dude, right right now, um, it it was Kirk's idea. He was like, go up to bougie ass restaurants and tell them, Hey, can I play jazz guitar in the back during your peak brunch hours? My, my, I, my average price is $200 for the, for the morning. He's like, just tell them that they're, they're going to lowball you and you take it. But he's huh. like, and then you just go and you just play you, and you just play what like, and he's, and he was just, he kept saying, he's like, do you need permission for someone to tell like to do that? Like you should be doing that. Like that's what every musician in quotations should be doing. Like you should be going up to venues and being like, we're ghost radio. We charge 600 bucks a show. They're going to lowball you and be like, we can give you 200. And then you're like, fine. And you take it and you're like, we got a gig. We got a gig. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're literally just yeah. imposter sy- syndrome yeah. uh, until you make it, man. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about my entire life in general right now is like, yeah. is like, man, if you're, I feel like I'm just waiting around asking permission for permission my whole life. My whole life, I've been. I felt like that, and and now it's like, all right, I I gotta. It, oftentimes, just going up and asking, or, or or presenting yourself as such, is the hardest part. That, yeah. That's the hardest part. Well, I mean, I, I would say that's probably true because people want to. I mean, it would it would be imposter syndrome, but the thing that sells most that you are something is you being that before someone ever knows you. So like when they eventually hear about you as something, they they don't have anything to compare it against. So like people I've known for years, you know, you try to convince them that you're like a software developer out of nowhere. And they're like, yeah, since when? Like, prove it. You know, what are your credentials? I could just meet, you know, your cousin today and be like, I'm a software developer. And that's their only version of me. Mm -hmm. So a restaurant you go up to and say, hey, I'm a a musician. You know, they're going to assume that that's 100% true until you prove it to them that that it's not. And so if you, you know, initially tell them that and then you busk for them and you're actually a musician, then everything you ever told them was 100% true. Yep. Yeah. But it's scary because then you have to commit. You know, there's no going. Well, I mean, no you going. could always get the deal, not take the money, and never show up. Yeah, yeah, and then you're that guy that never showed up. Yeah. And so, so that's the intimidating part of it. Is like, all right, I'm, I, I'm saying I am. I told him I would come. I told him mm-hmm. I, I know jazz. <laughs> I better show up and do what I told yeah, him. I mean, I you could play do. not jazz, and they'd be like, but they wouldn't. I though. guess I don't know what jazz they, is. They, they would just be they like, would assume that was a nice yeah. guitar thing that that guy was doing. That must be jazz. It's guitar. Dude, and, and what you said when I was playing my little diddle in front of you and Haley, you're like, dude, you should just dress up really nice. Honestly, if I did that and just played three chords for three hours, people would be like, wow, that, that Mexican man playing the guitar. It, very, it gave me feelings that I've never felt before. So they're all, you said Mexican, but then you use like a, a really Spanish accent. Yes. Yes, Sergio. 
this is you. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, you know, not. I don't know where I'm coming from with this, but like, hey, essay, oh, nice, oh, you got a good guitar going. You know, you know what's funny is, <laughs> I, I want to say most Mexican. Well, I don't, I don't know. Actually. They don't ever say essay. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know Mexican culture. Um, I know American Mexican culture, which is exactly what you just said. But oh, okay. So I wasn't wrong. I don't think you're wrong. Yeah. You, you go to Mexico. You know, there's something to be said about like as corrupt as a country is. The people that are leaving that country are the ones that are disenfranchised and kind of yeah done with it poor. So the people that stay are usually like, hola, like like oh, very, like yeah. they present them like better we go, composure. Yeah, we go visit my dad's family and they're all just like you know working professional accountants nor- normal and they're just like visit them where in Mexico. When did you do that? When we do. When was the last time you he did? He visits that? them all the time. He did. Yeah. You said when we. We's a family unit. Yeah. When was the last time you did? I'll do it soon. I'm probably going to so, do it this year. That's not an answer to the question. I, uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Kenna, get out of here. What the hell? Ah! All right. Ken, Kenna, thank you. Um, and, sorry. I, you know, Kenna came in. That's his wife. They do this thing where they kind of, you know. Do some of that. Dude, I feel like that's the worst thing you can do into a microphone is make like misophonia type people cringe to the sound of your mouth. Am I wrong? I mean, uh, yeah, it is. Uh, uh, <laughs> what are you looking up over there? Um, okay. So first topic of the day, now that we got all the BS aside, uh, who, huh? And okay. So, so we're going to, we got to set a couple standards when we do these. Out. Okay. Let's these, make some rules. Here's the, yeah, let's, let's talk about the ground. That's okay. So this is ghost radio. Um, episode one, the rule edition. Yeah, we're just gonna make up the rules right now. Um, for our little, our we will we'll never break these rules. These are yeah. This is this is constitution. It's a living document, though. So yeah. Well, so we'll have to make amendments. Amendments can be made. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. So at first, I was thinking, um, we do entire bands. Like the idea was like, who's better, the Strokes or the Killers? Oh, okay. But then I was like, that that's that's Arbitrary. way too broad. Well, that's way too broad because even like the Strokes, if are you compare pit- their first album versus their latest album. Are we album, pitting bands against themselves, album versus album? That would be fun too, but okay. that, I was thinking album versus album. So not just, so we would do Hot Fuzz versus, what's the Strokes' first album? Uh, I don't know. The Room one, on Fire? The, the one with Reptilia in it. Room on and Fire. And then we talk about which one's better. Now, in the realm of which one's better, we can bring up um, um, credentials, but but that's not the all-defining factor. Like, for example, you could say Hot Fuss sold X many more than the one with Reptilian mm. it, but that's not necessarily the end-all, be-all. It's, no. it's just a factor. Yeah, you I know? mean, um, falls in the, the pro list versus the cons. Yeah. Yeah. Like, pros, they had a billion more streams. Like, for example, um, I could be like, what? I could be like, Dude, Hot Fuss, every single one of the songs on that album was a banger. It's like, yeah, but Reptilia is like the number five indie song played of all time. You know, th- those are those. Which are... is funny because Mr. Brightside beats. I, I, I don't okay, know. We're I don't, not going there I, yet. I, I don't know what these yeah. are, but I'm, these are just examples, right? Like, yeah. Like one could make these these examples. Sure. Um. So I like that. I, I like, okay, so I like whittling it down to album versus band because band is way big. I, I want to yeah. say I I do think Brandon Flowers and Julian Casablancas both really appreciate having people like us 
complete nobodies drill their entire careers <laughs> as if like one is better than the other. Right. I'm, I'm sure someday, you know, my heroes are going to be listening to this and go, wow, that son of a bitch. <laughs> well, and the truth is it's, it's all for fun. I, I love both. Oh, those yeah. bands. I, I love, love like, I love both a, of them. And the truth is in my heart of hearts, there's no such thing as better, you know? Well, who's better? The gorillas freaking, um, what's that one album with, uh, that they Demon did days. Sure. Demon days versus, um, I don't know. What's another kind of like hip hoppy band, um, hip hoppy indie band, black eyed peas. Sure. Who has a better album? Gorillas, demon days way better. That's than that, every single that, thing. That's your opinion. But you know, you know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Like, but we'll go there. There's no right answer, but right, we're, we'll we're go gonna, there. We're going to go When there. are we going to talk about REM and U2? Cause I, you know, I like some, some current podcasts like, uh, Scott Ackerman's, are you talking R E M to me? <laughs> it's like so bad. And they literally spend the whole time talking circles around REM. So yeah, maybe we leave REM out. We don't need that band. It's like that's me in the corner. That's me in the spotlight, losing my religion. Um. Yeah. So it, rules, it, though, it, we haven't even brought up. Okay. So the rules. These so are the... ideas. You know, we're not bringing up rules yet. I think it's kind of the same thing. We just set a rule that we're doing albums, not bands, right? So so okay. So that's a not a rule, but now we're whittling it down to the. To the, uh, I'd love to be able to branch out on that though. So if that's a rule, I guess rules for me would be that we research. You know, we always come right. prepared with some kind of genuine valid well, field. Okay, so so let's set down the rules after we set down the, the okay. foundation. The foundation is we're every week we're gonna do an album versus an album. Which one's better? Okay, and then we'll have spinoff episodes. Where we like produce it. stuff ourselves, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. So, what are the rules then? We have to, we reach, we research them. Um. Dude, I would really like if we were really critical about a band, like we hate them. We have to pick a song from that band to produce ourselves. Well, I was thinking, if if there's a band or an album that we're particularly biased about, we have to switch them. In the sense that if we're doing like the Mars Volta versus, I don't know, Coheed and Cambria, you have to convince me why Mars the Mars Volta, Volta is better. Is better and, and then I would do the other oh, way. Wow. Like, for example, if I was here trying to convince you that Interpol was better than the Killers, you're oh, you're yeah. so biased, you know? Uh, yeah. You, you know what I mean? That's a good idea. <laughs> I could do that. I mean, I could definitely convince you Slow Hands by Interpol is better than... Uh, Mr. Brightside? No, I'm not. I, I exactly. Could, I couldn't exactly. convince you that. I could convince you that it, it's better than like um, Neon Tiger by The Killers. Run Neon Tiger. There's a lot on your mind. Anyway, well, okay. So here's the rules then. But I would also like you know maybe maybe we do this rarely. We we've been so brutal about like and I'm not gonna say the person I'm thinking because I don't want to even put that there. Sure. But we're, we've been so brutal about like Tame Impala, which would never happen. That all of a sudden we have to pick a Tame Impala song to pay respect to that. Yeah. That'd yeah. Be cool. I think that'd that, be pretty that'd be cool. Crazy. And then we have to like literally produce it. Okay. Let's do it. That's yeah. That's pretty I love. Mature, it. I love dude. it. I love it. Okay, so big so, idea. Um, one of the rules should be these bands. The hardest part will be they can't be too obscure, but they can't be like we, we can't do like 
I don't know who's better, the Beatles or Rolling Stones. Dude, little, that's been no, hashed out forever. Well, no, no, that that would work. What wouldn't oh. work would be like who who's better, the Beatles White Album or or I don't know who's some indie band, Neon Trees. Oh my god! You know, it's like there's yeah, a, it's a no-brainer. That's like comparing you know like Hercules to yeah some minor god or so, something. So if we, so if we do a an epic super rock legend, we have to compare them to a super yeah. group rock legend. Well, that's like, fair about Rolling Stones. I feel like if we did that though, that's like the age old. You know, everyone's like Beatles versus the Stones. That's why we save Which, it for a holiday way, special, dude. The Beatles are way better. But we do a holiday special. Yeah, that's the one, and we we that's only a, that's do, our hundred episode. Okay, great. <laughs> so we have to do a hundred episodes between now and Christmas. Uh, oh, my back. Uh, <laughs> um, uh. um, now, okay. So, so that's one of the rules. The other rules is, um, is what? what well, I was saying. I think. I think we should always come prepared. You know, like yeah. obviously. I mean, that's that's behind the scenes. But it would be pretty cringy if you're like. Yeah, so, you know, um, Good Eye Sniper by Coheed and Cambria, which is, like, kind of the only song I know by name. And then I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I just stuck to that because that's all I knew. Like, you know, we we better come prepared. You got to have at least listened to the album. Yeah. Yeah, at bare minimum. Yeah. I mean, I would love to to be able to come with some some level of, of uh, you know, criticism about every part. Like, you know, the guitar this, the bass that. Well, that means we have know. to listen to the other person's album, too. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's just an album, dude. It's like 45 minutes. Oh, my back. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we listened to, um, you know, Chandler, our drummer. He pr- he he wanted everyone to listen to... Um, oh, that song you just sent us today? No, 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 not that. The band um, Hippocampus. Oh, yeah. The album Landmark. And, like, I listened to it, and I think, you know, I can see why he would appreciate it. It just comes off very... Are we allowed to compare bands to bands? I say yes. Yeah, of Okay, it comes off very, like, Vampire Weekend. And, you know, that was cool when I was, like, 19, and I probably could have ended up at a concert, you know, around the same time I was going to, like, Warp Tours. But, like, nowadays, I would not I would not pursue that album because I think, you know, it's this really bright, poppy, even the, the way he, like, sings is kind of disingenuous. Like, I don't think a person sounds like that unless they, like, really put their, you know, effort into changing their tone. So, anyway, like, if, if you know, we listen to Chandler's album, um landmark by uh hippocampus i liked it yeah i like it a lot then we'd want to be able to talk about parts of it and songs and stuff yeah like not overall like now is this um should part of this be uh playing homage homage and doing like a a quasi album review before going into it um quasi album review you know what i mean because like i i more than anything i mean even though we're debating you know if we started doing album reviews this early that's i mean we i would love to like free fire into this a little bit get down the road you know a a year from now people are like dude what you guys said about hippocampus was shit (laughs) and we're like okay okay let's do it again and then we do the official album review. i like the idea of doing of doing uh yeah, doing this, but also uh, doing like another podcast where, like, like if I don't know, the National dropped their uh, their new album, we do like sure. a whole proper like. Yeah, and it would be this podcast, but it just would be, not this episode. Yeah, be like, right. Yeah. So we would have like highlight, and yeah, I mean, totally, and that's kind of what I'm talking about with like 
the ghost radio album um debate you know grad that would be like ghost radio colon album debate ghost radio colon album review Mm -hmm. you know and that would actually be grar (laughs) g-r-a-r so i don't know i think okay so more rules more rules okay so um should we have criteria that we have to kind of stick to for example one is i don't know i i hate to go there but like album sales well i mean okay so we should define what is success and what is not it's like when i was in a a film studies class the teacher at the very beginning of the class said look i'm going to grade you guys on criteria but i'm not going to come up with a criteria because some you know people all see art as as their own thing so he's like what is art and then people in the whole class this defined what art was and not based off of like pre-existing definitions it was purely like from your mind right now what is art so i feel like we should do that you and i should come to an agreement of of like I mean, not what art is, but like what a successful production, um, instrumentation, you know, composition is. And then what a like failed one is. That way we have like a clear defined standard based on our uh, criteria, not something pre-existing, not something the world has said. That we're setting here within the We set our own standard. Hell yeah. Hey, hell yeah, we set our standard. For for example, I would argue that the new national album was a flop. Do we know the name of it? Is it Lightyear? It's um, uh, not Trouble Will Find You, but easy to find. Easy to find, yeah. Um, yeah, it's I. I always hated the name because they have a song "Hard to Find," yeah. and it felt so forced that he's like, "I now am the other one." Easy to find, yeah. You know, in in their defense, here I am already defending. In their defense, that's not the first time they've done that. Like they're always referencing things from old al- other albums. Um, but, I just didn't like it based but, on you know the rushed aspect of the album. And again, Aaron Dessner, Bryce Dessner, when you hear this someday, flop. Flop is not the right word. Yeah, I, I mean, I would it, say it I would say to a national standard that album was a flop for sure. But if it was like no, I mean, I'm standing by that. Like I'm not butting that. Flop, flop's a little hard. Hard. It, I just don't think it, it had the um, the uh, it, it, captivating yeah. essence of their other album. It was definitely know? something upon first listen. I knew I would not listen to again. Th- there's a handful of songs on that album that have grown on me, and that's Ryland. it. Whereas, like, I mean, friggin', I don't know, hard to. I mean, trouble will find me. Like that whole album yeah. grew on me to the point yeah. now where I'm like, that's a great. That's like probably well, one of my favorites. You could um, say trouble will find me. You could say sleep well beast high violet or as al would call it high on violet high on violet and even even parts of like um mistaken for strangers boxer like there's a lot of good things and then i have a hard time you say you like a couple songs off of that um easy to find i mean other than rylan which was really only interesting to me because of the drums i don't i don't have another song on that album that i like i mean they have like in the dying quiet light quiet. yeah it's quiet light I, quiet I like that light. one i also like parts of the song right after that one is it uh, roman holiday light year oh roman holiday i didn't like pa- light years parts of it no i yeah, yeah it just seems like it, you know what it felt like to me it, it felt like now we're just reviewing album territory but but it, <laughs> it, it felt like to me like um like it was all the in-between songs of of their other albums 
it's it's all their filler songs that I'm like, it's the lull part of of uh, Trouble Will Find Me that I'm like, all right, this is the lull part to the next really good song. That's that that was the whole. Which is funny because the lull of I think Trouble Will Find Me is hard to find. No, it that's that's probably high, high violet, right? Hard to find. Mm-hmm. Is that that's trouble with oh, okay okay yeah. which is funny because they're basically making an album with the whole vibe of, of hard to find and calling it easy to find and um you're right i mean it's like a lull album but i even think the the songs in that that were like their peak weren't as good as like conversation 22 or conversation 16 16 i had to pick a number oh catch 22 <clears throat> conversation 16 and um i mean fireproof is a huge hit for being so you know chill again in the context of the album i like that song i that's not a song that i like put on yeah you know but in the context of the album i'm like it's great there's not one of those songs in um uh easy to find find because they all kind of feel like that well and it's like the first time (laughs) they had different frontal vocalists taking parts where you're listening for a while to people you don't recognize they sound old like geriatric like these people are singing and they're old people (laughs) i mean again all artistic choices that executed correctly or or in the context of dare i even say like um captivating songs i think could easily work but but there was just like it was just too quirky it was too quirky yeah, I didn't think it got the amount of time that their other albums got. And I, I mean, I'm saying I didn't think, but you could look it up and it absolutely was rushed yeah. compared to their other ones. You know, they typically take, you know, 200 songs and then pick 10. Yeah. So I think in this case they were pushed to, to make a movie thing. But we're talking about the rules. rules. Right. And the rules are um, financial success. Um, that can be a criteria. Uh so I, so we're, I, I would even so say, the rule the overarching rule is that we adhere to a a standard that you and I are setting based on what success is mm-hmm. and that branches down and it goes here's the success here's the failure well and let, let's choose five criteria financial to start uh, social change. clout like has it embedded this like um, influence um uh, we could do um dude like, I would love to do like you know consider maybe artistry slash um like is it create uh, what's not create inspirational artistry slash the word would be does it seem like it's breaking any okay oh yeah yeah the um 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 breaking the mold or or uh, yeah uh, so it's breaking new ground or yeah 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 experimental so it's like, even. Uh, experimental that's the word so yeah. artistic slash experimental yeah. yeah did they is it is it a safe album or did they like do something crazy and did it land you know Ooh. yeah uh, and then the fifth one i'll add is um technical ability now that one we that could, covers so much it, it, it does we could either say i could make the argument that um you know a certain album they restrained a lot and only paid, played three chords the whole album, and that is why it's technically difficult. Mm. But you could make the album uh, argument that 
the album that it's going against is you know they were doing crazy like lead parts and there was like melodies on top of melodies and like arpeggiating stuff and that's why it's superior right okay so we're saying technical is number five yeah i I like that i mean it's hard not to to come up with like you know oh time signatures you have arcade fire albums that use a lot of really cool ones like modern man um so but then their most popular one freaking funerals everything was in four four and it's just kind of like except for that six eight ballad but other than that it's just like so we've got financial social clout influential artistic slash experimental technical those are good so that's what we would consider to be like criteria to judge by and if they fail three out of five, it's a failure. And if they pass three out of five, it's a success. Or, or okay, so here's... So those are our criteria, or our rules, rather. And we're doing albums. Um, the other thing, who judges? And, you know, like, who, who who's going to be the, the person who's like, I think... And I think, yeah, it has no, to. it's a vote. It's a co-vote. And because, you know, tiebreaker. So, so we're going to be like, you're right. No, no, no I'm no. going to, I don't think that there's a, you're right. I mean, are we, are we going to butt heads but on my, technical ability? Do my, you think? My, my point is this, is it just a debate and a conversation? And then we let the, the fans decide, or is it like a, there's literally someone in the room that's like, you know what? <laughs> I think James gets this point. And then we, and then we move on to the next one. You know, I would love, especially when we get to the point of bringing in people, to be you and me. Yes, and then that, the, that's what I was. That's exactly what I was thinking. And then we like we like argue it up, and then the yeah. vote comes down because we are so even. You know, it's gonna be you versus me, and they tie break. Yes, dude. yeah, yeah. That, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like, hell yeah. He's like, we say our points, and then Chandler, when he's here, he's like, I think, <laughs> I think I gotta go with freaking Jamie. Dude, that's sick. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Okay, so that's, that's a rule. Sure. That's a rule. So. We have that is going to be um, tiebreaker goes to the guest. Um, and obviously we should do some freaking bangers. But I, I kind of like the idea of maybe, um, you know, taking some time and doing some not so obvious popular music. Especially like more up and coming indie. Totally. Indie bands. Yeah, um, I mean, we should definitely hit on stuff people are listening to. And then we should be... Um, I want to be introducing people to things and, you know, hopefully give a pretty good exam, not an exam, but like, um, here's what you should expect when you listen to this album and then listen to it. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Totally. Totally. So we have, um, okay. So I have three rules so far. One is, um, come prepared Two is the criteria criterion. And then rule three is tiebreaker goes to the guest. And then we just said, what? well, it, it wouldn't just be a tiebreaker, right? They would literally choose the point. Pretty much. Yeah. Each. So, but, but that's the thing. Like if you and I are butting heads, cause I'm sure there's times where we're going to agree and yeah, it's just, yeah. it's it like, just rolls over. So that's why it's tiebreaker goes to the guest. I mean, it'd be funny if you and I are like completely on one side and then they're like, nah, dude, it was great. Like, yeah, I feel like, like what the heck? <laughs> I feel like we have to have it be a vote where, no. where, you know, we could all three vote one way, mm-hmm. but otherwise, if we're you know neck and neck, they break the vote. I, I would say that even if it's two and two, and financial success is the one that's breaking the tie, we can throw that one out, and they can decide the tiebreaker. Okay, because because that's one of them. That's one criteria. But that's that, gonna be 
but that because there's only five criteria that's actually perfect perfect i think because you can't have an even number i know in I, five. I know but i'm just saying like if it was two and two and then your album just happened to be more financially su- successful then it's kind of like then you've already got that point regardless yeah. of what we have coming well, in do we not then at that point let financial win i mean if if the people have decided no because i want i want this to be as it's determined by us i, I don't mm-hmm. want financial you know that's a point that's a point you know that's a point you've earned a point but like if we decide could, could i argue if we decide that social cloud or um technical is worth 10 points that's what i was thinking because you know we're basically going exactly we're basically going the yeah. route of whose line is it anyway you know we're yeah. deciding yeah. out in this room in this isolated um dungeon mm-hmm. we're, we're like these are all everything we say is is yeah. law yeah yeah i i prefer so, that so honestly. we could do like so if it was like um uh prince's uh when doves cry versus thriller right clearly thriller is uh, more financially thriller, yeah. successful but the social influence of when doves cry is so much more relevant today than thriller is that it supersedes the fact that Thriller's the best-selling uh, single of all time, and that's that, what we would argue okay, about. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. And then you know we could say <laughs> we could we we would even say like based on how serious that is, that could be worth more points just because it's like, yeah. And I would say like financial between um, Michael Jackson and Prince is like moot. You know, to them they're already billionaires and dead. <laughs> billionaires and dead. And, but, but like, what have they left after and how, how big of an imprint that would show that financial didn't matter. But then, you know, you could look at people right now who are, who are like killing it financially, Taylor Swift, but like, is she that influential? I mean, you know, I think it depends. I mean, she is, but then at at times, like, you know, to me, it leaves no impression. So that's where we would say her influential between you and me is worth very little, Mm -hmm. but finance is worth a lot. So that's where it could ebb and flow yeah. based on how it affects us. An influential who? You know what I mean? But that's why I just said, yeah, yeah we get to choose the points <laughs> Every, on each Everyone of these. but us, apparently, because yeah. she's... Uh, I'm a little more influenced. Yeah, apparently the bee's knees. Apparently. Apparently. Um, well, cool. what are we at? Those are those are some time, good rules. Time, dude. We're at time. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. This is episode one rule setting for Ghost Radio album debate. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ghost Radio uh, podcast hour, and we'll be back uh, next week with our first pairing of. Uh...